Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bernard Allen here. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. We have a fun conversation today. If you recognize the photo behind me or are you listening, head over and check out the video version of our conversation. We're talking about The Menu, such a fun film with Christina Picado. Thanks for your time. It's a pleasure to meet you and chat with you about this great project. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, the movie's been out for a little while and it's now yeah. streaming. It's so much fun, so different, so unique, but relatable for a lot of people, I think, who may have had any sort of association with the service industry. Right. Um, how was this for you? It had to just be a wild ride. It was so wild. Um, it was unique in that, um, you know, I'm, I'm only in a small part of the film, but I was there for the entire duration of the shoot. Um, because as you know, it takes place in one location and yeah. in one night. So we're all there all the time. Um, so that was wild. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So, and yeah, but I think it's fun to watch you be a part of this because the film is so different. It's not like the typical genre that most people might be used to by any stretch of the imagination. No. And it's not just one genre. It's multiple genres. Um, and you don't really know what genre you're in. For mo Like, it just keeps jumping around, right? Yeah, very true. Some people call it dark comedy. Some people call it horror uh, some people call it drama. Satire, yeah. Satire. But I think it's a true representation of some things that could possibly be true. Maybe not to the extreme <laughs> that we see it, but it's very interesting. I'm curious, as a storyteller, what interested you in the project and made you decide that it was something that you wanted to do? Well, I read the script not knowing anything about it. Um, okay. I knew that Mark Mylod was directing it, which made me very excited because um, I love Succession. And uh, I read the script and it blew my mind. Um, I just thought it was so different. I thought it was, I mean, I, I found myself laughing, but I also felt myself terrified. Um, it just, and 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 another thing that that attracted me to it is that the fact that, you know, those are two of my favorite genres is horror and dark comedy. And the fact that they're both in one film was just really exciting. Yes. And having that succession connection, I could see a little bit of that. I mean, it just makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Because it's just such a wild ride. <laughs> it is. So when you get this done and people get a chance to watch it, what has the response been with friends, with family that have had a chance to watch? Do they give you notes or have things no. to say? <laughs> no, I think they're just really excited to see me in it. I mean, I mean, you see me walking around for most of the film, but I don't really make an appearance until about an hour into the film. Um, 
And I don't think people are expecting to see what I end up doing or what I end up saying. Um, so yeah. I think it was like, you know, th you know, they, 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 they hear I'm in this film, but you know, I'm not in the poster or anything. So they're like, oh, okay, that's cute. You're in this film. But then I have this like really um, pivotal moment in the film and, um, and people are kind of, they're really excited by that. My friends and family are anyway. Yeah. It's interesting. Those are the characters that you have to think about the most because you wonder what's going to happen or what it's going to go. Well, congratulations. I mean, this is big. You have done other projects before, but I'm very curious where that journey began for you as a storyteller, like what interested you and made you decide that you wanted to choose this or did it choose you? I think it can go both ways. Um, I always wanted to be an actor. Um, and I, my first film was um, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Yes. I did that when I was like 12 years old. It was an open call I heard on Z100. Um, I was like, I remember I was in the car with my mom and I heard the open call and I was like, can I please go? And she's like, okay. So I went with like a glamour shot and like no clue what I was doing. Um, and then I came back for like a few callbacks and they offered me a choice of roles. And, uh, and yeah, that was, that was the beginning. That was the beginning of it. But then that was just kind of it because I don't really have any family in the business and went back to school. Um, but then I pursued it more when I was old enough. Yeah. Heather Matarazzo was on the show. We talked about that film uh, such an interesting project and what a big start to get to, especially having that be like one of the first things that you do. Cause that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I was, I was in heaven on set. Like this, it was everything that I, that I had hoped it would be. I remember once they like moved my shoot date and I started crying. I was so upset. I was just, I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was loving it. Yeah. No, I understand. So when you're not doing this and you're not other auditioning or putting things on tape, where do you find yourself placing those other creative outlets, those creative juices? Are you reading? Like what motivates you as an actor? Um, I am creating, um, I'm producing right now, I'm producing a podcast um, called The Foxes of Hydesville um, with uh, Carrie Mulligan. Okay. And um, that should be launching in the next month or two. Um, so I'm creating content in that way. Um, I'm also, I also write um, when I can find the time. And uh, yeah, so I'm producing and writing as well. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I imagine having family and all of that too keeps you yeah. quite busy. I I don't want to ask the ages, but do they show, are they old enough to show any kind of interest in what you do? Do they get it or are they just so my kind kid, of my like... kids are five and a half and two and a half. Okay, my I have an eight year old, so okay. Oh, okay, okay. So my, so my two and a half year old has no clue what I do. My I, I've mentioned it to my daughter, what I, my five and a half year old, what I do. And I've even shown her, like she sees, she'll see me like on a commercial or I'll show her, she see me on a TV show. Um, but she's like, cool. <laughs> she doesn't really, I mean, I guess in the age of like digital, every, every, everybody's on, everybody's on a video, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she really understands. Yeah. My eight and a half year old's the same. Like he'll see things like I interviewed the cast of Blue's Clues. And yeah. He like gets that. He's like, oh, you talked to Steve or whatever. <laughs> you know, he goes, did you talk to Rainbow? And it's like, well, that's the person that plays Rainbow. <laughs> so it's interesting how as a parent, they see that and they are somewhat interested, but yet somehow some way along the line, they might find that. And it'll go, click. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll go, click. Oh, this is something I might want to do. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
You're yeah. like, no, we'll end the conversation. That's a different, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, congratulations on this. And Thank again, you. you've done this and other projects. You've done commercials and things like that. One last question or so here, kind of looking at things and the way that your career has progressed. Has there, I mean, you know, the business can be a fickle fellow in the sense of just not really ever knowing anything from project to project, but yeah. is there one that solidified for you, like, hey, this is it for me? Like, I don't know how many times you may have wanted to quit or decided, I don't know if I oh, can- Oh, many, many times. This. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, what's the question? Um, is there a well, the role question would that... be is like, is there one project for you that just solidified things for you personally that made you go, okay, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I think it's the menu. The menu. I do. I think, I think it's one of the more important jobs I've had. Um, something that I'm the most proud of to be part of that cast um, and that team. So I think being being in a room with all those people really solidified like, oh, wow, I, I'm, I was proud. I was proud to be part of it. Well, you should be. I mean, the cast is fantastic, present company included. Well, best of luck with everything. Congratulations on the podcast and Thanks. all of that and family and life. And we appreciate your time. Oh, you Thank too. you so much for hanging out. Thank you. Absolutely.